Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Sam Pets Radio, Australia's coolest podcast network. Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of All The Small Games. My name is Andrew Levins and this is a podcast all about indie games. Usually I would be introducing my co-host Mr. Jonathan Valenzuela and he would say something funny at this exact moment. Um, but unfor- well, I mean, it's, I, I was going to say unfortunately, but it's <laughs> it's great. Uh, as, Look, as- nobody's happy with this situation, <laughs> especially John. <laughs> um, John mentioned a, a while ago that he was having a baby, and he uh, can no longer say that because he has officially become a father. Um, he uh, has a do- new daughter. Um, Olive is her name, and uh, she's beautiful. Um, and, uh, I think he's going to have a, a week. Maybe he was like, I can come back next week. And I'm like, you don't know what it's like having a baby crying in your house at all times, yeah. but you, ne- you, and you never know how it's going to go. It's just, no, you, you just, just play it by ear, play it week to week. Do you know what I mean? For the next four years. So in John's absence and to celebrate fatherhood in general, uh, I, I, I've enlisted the help of, uh, one of the, the, the best dads in the world loves being a dad more than wow. any other job that he's got. It's true. You may you may know him uh, from his YouTube channel, Mister Sunday Movies, or his uh, podcast, The Weekly Planet, and uh, Suggestible. Um, we have as my co-host for this episode um, the uh, surprise, everyone. Also, an indie games fan, Mister James Clement. Thank you very much for having me. I'm glad I picked kind of indie games and video games as a hobby over music because otherwise I just couldn't do this podcast. If you're like, come on, talk about music, I'll be like, I can't. I don't know. Any, I don't know any music anymore. Yeah, yeah but this is this is perfect. I kind of have a, a music podcast too, so maybe I could just surprise this is a, this is a music <laughs> podcast this week. Hey, man, I'll do it. If you want me to do it, I'll do it. It won't be good, but who, I'll, who, I'm committed to that. Who, who's your favorite band of all time? Of all time? Jeez. I, I see, my who's brain just there? goes, just say Nirvana, but it's like, <laughs> but that's not even true. And it's boring? Do you know what I mean? That's a fine answer. So... Yeah, I don't know. Can I think about it during yeah, the course, show? Okay, okay the end of, some, of the I'll think of some somebody sizzle for the, so, so, so no one tunes out now. At the end of the episode, James will reveal his most favorite band of all time. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I like you know. I just like playlists now, so I don't even anyway. So anyway, that's neither here nor there. The pressure's we on. Talk about indie games. It really is. Yeah. Um. Mm. So uh, yeah, we we thought I I, I messaged James last week and said you know. You know, what have you been playing lately? And, and what did you tell me you've been playing? Like some resistance spinoff? Oh, yeah. I've been, so I've been going through, uh, when they said they were closing down the, the PS Vita store and the PS3 store, I went into a panic and I just started <laughs> buying up all these PS Vita games. And one of the ones that I bought years ago and I never finished was Killzone uh, Mercenary, which, you know, the, the, the Killzone main series is like their first person shooters that started on the PlayStation 2 and ended at the very beginning of the PS4, but they made this amazing first-person shooter on the Vita that I just finished. And it's not an indie game, like, at all. It's mm. like a, it's a, it's a full AAA title, but it's incredible. It's, it's like a proper first-person experience that you don't really get on games of that era, and it's like a twin-stick st- shooter. And now they're like a dime a dozen because they'll port, like, Doom and Wolfenstein to the Switch. But even then, like playing it now, I'm like, this is amazing. This is an incredible game, yeah. Yeah, the Vita rules, mm. but I found that all of the first-party content, like the Uncharted game on that, I've never, I didn't really get into it. I found that really, really limp. Yeah, it's fine. Like, I, it's fine, but it's not like if you play, play, you know, two, three, and four, it's not the same. Yeah, it's, it's probably a maybe on par with the first one, maybe you know. Which is another game I don't like. So <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. It's, I exactly. think it's maybe a bit better than the first one. Oh. Yeah, you're probably right. And I think there's some of the to the touchscreen stuff. It's like to climb, you can just like swipe the rocks and you'll just 
It's like that's not fun. Mr. You know what that's I mean? not what that's not what my boy Nate would do. That's not what he would do. That's what right. Would Sully say? The of the <laughs> that being said, like it's a pretty impressive. No, like, totally situation. Yeah. Like, but it's it just happens to be not as good as the other ones. Not as good as I mean? uh, kill kill zone mercenary mercenary. Because there's like they made a resistance game, they did like a, a Call of Duty or maybe a couple, and they're not good. But this one is just like there's something about it. They just got it right. Yeah, yeah, cool. Well, we we mentioned that the uh, the, the Vita and PS3 stores were closing a couple of weeks ago, and they have since mm. rescinded that. Um, so James has spent mm. all of his life savings on games for no reason because the store is going to stay really open have. for a while. I think the only games <laughs> that are truly going away are the PSP store uh, games on the Vita store. Yes, but a lot of them. No, or is it the PSP store that's closing? I can't remember. Is that is that right? I can't Man, remember. Oh, yeah, one of those things. Pick one. Yeah. And that's the truth. So I'm buying a bunch of those up as well, just digitally. Games that I will never play. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm going to get the Dino Crisis games as well on the PlayStation 1. I'll never play them. I bought the Metal Gear Solid collection, which is yep. 2 and 3, which I'll never play. I bought the God of War series collection for $140, <laughs> which is just God of War 1 and 2. Games I have played, which I will never play again. But I have it now. Like I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm yeah, going crazy. Especially funny buying it on a handheld during a time where you're probably least likely to use a handheld device. Like, yeah, exactly. They're not doing any traveling. No, that's right. Well, that being said, like I do play a lot of my video games handheld. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't dock my Switch for like two years <laughs> until I started playing uh, Mario Super Mario 3D World with yep. my son. And... What an amazing! I know you guys have talked about it, and and you've talked about it at length as well in other podcasts. But it's incredible! What a, what an amazing game! Yeah. yeah, and a really fun one to play. There's a level of chaos when you play that game yes. with multiple players, especially if those players, James, your son is six, my son is seven, my daughter is four. Mm-hmm. When we all play with our kids, you can't get angry, but God, it is hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and especially like, you know, it's good because they can go into a bubble. Like that's all fine. But often my son, and he got a lot better. Like he's way better. I'm surprised how good he got at it. But, you know, he'll burn through all the lives and then burn through all the power-ups and then die. And then it's just me. Then I'll die. And then we're back to square one. Do you know what I mean? You've achieved nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I had 15 lives going into this level and now I have nothing, you know? Did you, did you, yeah. on the on the second level, there's a there's like a, a, a cheat you can do where you jump on the turtle, on the Koopa. Um, shell over and over oh. again, and you can get infinite lives. Very helpful if you're playing really? with kids. So we ha- we currently have like okay. 999 lives. Okay, okay, I got to do that. I also want to get the um the cat amiibo. Yeah, the we, invincible we got cat that suit. too. Yeah, you got to yeah. get that invincible cat suit. Okay, I'll do that as well. Yeah, yeah. But that being said, like we beat Bowser's Fury together, which isn't as fun as a two player experience. I'm sorry, this is not an indie game. It's fine, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's not a great two player experience. Because uh, it's not even in terms of what you can do, you know what I mean? Yeah, but there's less pressure be- on on the second player to actually be good at the game, which I enjoyed. Yes, but he wants to be Mario, ah, okay, so cool. that's when it becomes <laughs> more difficult. You know, my, I mean? my my son's accepted that I'm Mario. He's just he. Oh, like, really? Okay. His, his go-to is Toad. <laughs> like oh, whenever, really? Whenever they whenever we play 3D World, he has to be Toad, and then yeah, Mario mm. Kart, he pick, picks Toad. Sure. That's yeah. a, who, I, I've never heard of such a thing. Big Toad, <laughs> big toad fan. Um, yeah, yeah. So we are going to pl- talk about uh, indie games uh, that you've been playing on mm. the Switch with uh, with your son. All these games? Uh, not all of them. No, uh, just a couple. Yeah, a couple of them. Yeah. Well, you because you recommended to me this week. I was like, oh, what have I? What should I play or whatever? And I had a few actually when I looked at my console. But you said uh, Untitled Goose Game or Untitled Geese Game got a two player update. Yeah, and that's a game that I started and never finished, and I liked it. And it was also more difficult than I thought. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you got to kind of think about it, and the world has its own kind of internal logic that you got to kind of click into. Yeah, but we. Did, but I, I um, installed the update, and my son and I played through it. I have, are playing through it at the moment. Again, how, how are you finding it? Yeah, so this game came out in 2019. Um, it was developed mm. by House House, and um, I can't remember who, who published it. Someone published it. Who cares? Uh, it's an old game. Australian, isn't it? Yeah, Australian um, developed. Yeah. And um, it came out uh, last in, in September. So a year later, they updated it. So there's a two-player mode. Um, and I'm hoping this September we get a three-player mode, and um, they just keep adding more players as the years go on until like 10 years from now. Yeah. It's like a yeah, 10-player 10, 10, 10 Untitled Goose mode. 
Um, just chaos, yeah. But I, 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 we finished it in like the first month. Actually, I, I recorded a podcast with my kids about the game once we finished it, uh, which is oh, in, cool. in the all the small games feed if you want to go back and listen to our initial thoughts of that mm. game. But yeah, I never did the two-player update. And when you asked me for recommendations of games to play with your son, I... Um, I was like, oh, you know what? I, I, I've always wanted to try out this two-player mode. Um, and this morning before school, um, that's what I did with um, with Archie. Um, and oh my god, if I like 3D Mario is nowhere near the level of frustration that I felt while trying to play this <laughs> with a child. Yeah, I, I know it's it's weird how it's not. It, it, don't get me wrong, my son had like an amazing time. Yes, like the yeah, first well, time when we start. Too, yeah. yeah when we start harassing the farmer and you can just snatch things out of his hands, like he lost it. He was he like, <laughs> and to be fair, like I've never played anything like this either, really. So it's very unique or it was at least at the time it came out. And it's, it's really fun just, just harassing people, but you, it's the moving forward of it with another person, which can be frustrating. And now some items you've got to kind of duck down to pick up, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, bits and pieces and you almost got to coordinate you know not almost you do like a lot of the time that being said there's no like there's no failure in it really no totally it? You know you, I mean? but it is like yeah, yeah like which, you can steal the farmer's keys and if he catches you he'll just take his keys back so then you gotta do that again you know it's, it's repetition yeah. as opposed to failure yeah. that that's that's exactly it yeah so how, what was where did the frustration for you come in just I, trying to get archie to do what you were doing or okay first of all so everyone knows the titular untitled goose is a white goose with an orange beak um like, I'm pr- I'm pretty sure that in in uh, on our planet Earth there are there are there are black geese there are brown geese there are probably grey geese, but for whatever yeah. reason House House decided to make both geese when you play two player white and uh, um, the second player has a reddish beak as opposed to an orange yeah. beak and that is the only it's discerning still, feature. It's still pretty orange as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The other one. I didn't even think about that. No, uh, that uh, didn't occur to me, but yeah, that did present a problem a couple of times. I guess you couldn't really make it a black goose because it's... There's, I don't think there's any blacks like in the world. Not a race thing. I mean, as in like the color palette. Do you know what I mean? It's Cancel all very kind of goose game. <laughs> yeah, but it's all very pastel and like storybook like. Do you know what I mean? There's no like deep, rich, dark colors. I think from memory. So you would, yeah, maybe a brown would have been the way yeah. to go. But like, I would have moments. Or where reverse I was, like, the colors, make him orange with a white beak. I don't know. It doesn't perfect really orange matter, does it? Give us that for sure. Yeah, I'd be like Archie, come get in the water, get in the water. And you're like, I am in the water. I'm like, no. You're looking at me. Yours is the one with the slightly reddish beak. <laughs> and so they even like, you can t- put like icons above your head. So he had a little circle above his head and I had a little oh, triangle above my that. head. But that, again, okay. we both have white symbols above our heads and he just constantly would yep. be looking at, looking at the wrong goose. Um, yeah, absolutely. The other mm. problem was the, the camera. It only zooms out to a point. So when you're both in yes. different locations on the map, at one point, it just it's just like, oh, fuck one of these players. You're an, I'm only going to focus on one of them. Mm. And the other one's just off the map. If you hit honk, apparently it focuses on you. Yeah, but then you, the but other I one's out of focus. Did, yeah, I didn't find that really helped at all. No. Yeah. And, or it didn't really work, you know? And it, and it yeah. actually stops you from going too far away from the other goose. There's yes. like, you're almost tethered to it, um, which is an yeah. interesting choice. I kind of, I think maybe like, you know, like the Lego game. It's an afterthought. Yeah, I was, it's an afterthought, right, though, this whole thing? Right? Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The first, yeah. It is a first player mm. for, um, game, first and foremost, for sure. Um, but yeah, so we, we had already finished the game. And when you finish the game, I don't know if you finished it. Um, I haven't, no. It's About three fun. hours, yeah? Yeah. I mean, you, I'm sure you could burn through it in one once you know what to do. Mm. Um, you get, you know, you have like a notepad of, of, uh, of goals you have to achieve mm. in each level. Um, you get given a whole bunch more of more kind of like obtuse and challenging things to com- com- complete on each level. And so we're now doing those. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, I think it's, it's good to play more co-op games because it forces me to stop being frustrated and, and you know, yeah. figure out how to communicate to Archie um, to, to, so we can both achieve this thing. But man, at like 8 8 a.m. in the morning, 15 minutes before we've got to jump in the car to get to school. It, it, is, it is not the vibe I'm looking for. Um. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I found, yeah, playing games with my son, it has to, I really kind of have to pull back because you can't talk to them the way that you would talk to a friend. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, you, so it's really like, there's a lot of me being like, 
if he gets frustrated, I'm like, that's okay, don't worry about it. We'll just do it again. Like, it's not a big deal. But in my head, I'm like, God fucking damn it. (laughs) Yeah, there's only so many times you can call them the C-bomb before they ask what that word is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I think, though, it's... It's something that you couldn't just give to kids to play. There's also, t- you need to be able to read very well to, yep. to know what to do. And I don't know where your son is with reading. No, he's my son, in that regard, being yeah. the first year of school, yeah, he can't, he can't determine like what the tasks are. So it's not something you would just give to a kid to play like you could with Mario because Mario yeah, just... For sure. Yeah, besides it, Mario it, games though, yeah. I feel like Nintendo, Nintendo are always the kind of go-to family kids games, but there is so yeah, much totally. reading. Like you could never give a Zelda yeah. game to a kid, regardless of how easy it is, just because of how much text there is to get through and understand what to do and what the context is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it's good. Like, it's fun. And if you have it, it's for free update. So, you know, why wouldn't you give yeah, it a absolutely. Game? Yeah. And I think I guess, kids, yeah. especially if you have two kids, just like they don't care about completing the tasks. They just want to honk at the farmer. So just, yeah, I'm, right, I, think exactly. I, I, my, I think my biggest error was trying to actually play the game properly instead of just... In embracing the chaos and honking to my yeah. heart's delight. And also, this is probably a bit embarrassing, but there are a few moments where I'm just like, I'm going to look this up because I don't know <laughs> what... It was a moment where you got to get a woman to cut the um, the rose next door. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I, I cannot figure... I don't know what is going on. So I'd, And then it's really obvious afterwards. And I wonder whether I was playing it by myself where I had the freedom to kind of go around and explore... Then maybe I would have figured it out. Probably not. But, did you? Uh, did you let your son see you cheating, or did you like just kind of? Oh yeah, I showed him. I was like, "This is what we're doing." Yeah. Okay. Cool. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'll be, I'll be playing. I'll... I'll be playing a game with puzzles in it, and I'll just be like, oh, "I'm just going to go to the bathroom for a minute, and then I'll come back." I'm like, "Hey, I had an epiphany. I know what to do now." Because <laughs> I've, <watched, laughs> I've watched a walkthrough. <laughs> this is why parents think that's that's why kids get upset with their parents when they grow up and they realize they're not they're not invincible and know everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Were uh, you a, a point-and-click adventure gamer when you were growing up? I was. Uh, I, Mason was more so. Mason was my co-host on The Weekly Planet, for those who don't know. But I, w- I loved Sam and Max Hit the Road. Like, mm-hmm. that was my absolute jam. And we played it on, like, a 386 with no sound. Oh, and great. it just chugged through. Like, it barely worked. <laughs> but I loved it. And just the little secrets in that. But, you know, a little bit of Monkey Island, a little bit of, you know, other one. There was a Holy Grail video game. Do you remember that? No. They made a, it was like a live action point and click, life of not not life of Brian Monty Python Holy Grail video game. With like using yeah. photos or using video? No, it was. I think they reshot like a bunch of stuff with new actors and then used the original voices. I can't remember. I, I honestly can't remember. But weird choice, right? Like they'd never make that now. Like it just would. Was it? Why? Was why it would funny? that exist? I guess because it was like the Holy Grail, but I. Which is a movie I loved as a kid, but I don't, I don't really remember enough about it. But yeah, was, what, do you, are you saying though there's a, there's a similarity between these two? Is that what you Well, mean? I guess, you know, yeah, solving environmental puzzles. Yes. Um, it, yeah, Untitled Goose Game pretty much is like a physics-based point-and-click point and adventure game. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Just with no weird you, play, you played a lot of those as well, did you? Or? Yeah, um, Grim Fandango. Um, yep, yep. The, the third Monkey Island was my favourite. Mm-hmm, which was like mm-hmm. the more um, animated. It wasn't like the one they made the move to 3D. I hated that, but they did one that was like really great animation, 2D animation as opposed to pixel art. And I loved yeah, that right. one. Yeah. Oh, Maybe cool. that was Curse of Monkey Island. Um, Potentially. Yeah. I got them on the, uh, they came on mobile a few years ago where they redid them and you could switch between the graphics. Oh I yeah. I played it for like a minute. Then I was like, eh. yeah. <laughs> why did I spend $15 on both of these? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when, when I could have waited 10 years and bought them for $140 in a collection together on the PS Vita and also oh not play them. <laughs> exactly. That's the dream. <laughs> exactly. Go through limited run games and buy a game I'll never play. I've been actually buying the Star Wars <laughs> limited run games on that for Switch. Um, I just got Pod Racer a few months ago delivered. Um, again, uh, not an indie game, but... Uh, Joe Jackson from Thumb Cramps. Um, mm. we, every year we have to play each other's game of the year. And ah. since we started this, his game of both games of the year have been Nintendo 64 games that were ported to Switch. So uh, in, in 2019, it was Turok 2, which I had to buy and play. <laughs> How'd um, you find that? And I actually kind of loved it um, until I got to the end of the first level, which took for fucking ever. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, you didn't save all the kids. You have to go back and find the kids before you My finish God. the actual level. So it's, yeah, just like arbitrary, like lengthening of a game. Yeah. Mm. Um, 
Star Wars Pod Racer was his game of the year last year. Yeah. And um, I, I played, I loved the first few levels when it was just super easy. And then as soon as you actually, actually have to be skilled, I hate yes. it. When they take the rails off the sides of the track, that's when you get yes. into real trouble in those games. Yeah. But I, yeah, I played that a lot when it came out because I've told this story before. But um, I won a Nintendo 64 in 99 with that game. Oh, and perfect. And so, yeah, that game is like, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's good. I really like it. Though, you know I mean? And I, for years I've been looking for games like it that they re-released. And I'm like, yep, cool. Awesome. I'll get that. Yeah. So I just ordered there Republic is... Commando. Um, oh, nice. Um, in a few months. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was. I played that on on my friend sixty four. That was a sixty four yeah, yeah, right. one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, uh, the, it's funny that there's not a level of um, I guess you know, there's so many details in Pod Racer, like you know, the fact that you've got Watto like just talking through the entire menu, and like, yeah, I feel like not even Star Wars games today have that level of like extra no. stuff on them. They really don't. I'll be interested to see what they do with the new Skywalker Lego one. Because I think oh, they yeah. got a lot of people back, or, but yeah, and they got like Jake Lloyd to voice Attic and Skywalker, and basically just yeah. go woohoo! Like yeah, <laughs> they got him to my do dust that. Wormo. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> shit like that. But uh, well, yeah, what a game, what an era! Because there was that, and there was like the Phantom Menace. They really put like everything into these, and then there was like Jedi Power Battles. It was it was huge. Remember the and then there were uh, there were the multiple time. studios making the Star Wars, yeah, too, which I think was that, key to like. And I know, I'm pretty sure you guys have talked about this, but that's what I wanted to do. What well, is what I want LucasArts to do? Just give, yep. give it to a bunch of, don't give it to EA. They just, they've made like one and a half good games. Like just don't please. Yeah. Yeah. And like you want different, I, I want a Star Wars platforming game. I want yeah. like, it's a great world to explore no matter what kind of, you know, gameplay. I don't, it doesn't necessarily have to be third player, third person. Sorry. Which that's is like exactly right. Yeah. But you know, whatever. Anyway, the other what's what else are we doing? What else are we playing? Yeah, what are thanks we doing? for getting my podcast back on track. <laughs> um, so, you played a uh, on the list of games you sent me was Narita Boy, a game we reviewed last month. Uh, yes, published, uh, developed by Studio Koba and published by yep. Team Seventeen, which is a like uh, weird <laughs> cyberpunk um, side scrolling fantasy. fantasy insane thing, uh, very yeah. meta. Um, yep. How have you finished this game? No, I I thought I would love it. Like I saw, I saw the trailer, I'm like, I, and I don't always love like 16 bit games. I think a lot of the times it's like it feels like a crutch that people are leaning on. It's, it's I love not, that crutch, brother. Yeah, <laughs> that's my, that's my favorite like, crutch. <laughs> I feel like people are just doing it, but for at but to for what purpose? Do you know what I mean? Like what to is cater it cater to my interests? Yeah, so that specifically, yeah. So I love the world and I, you know, it's pretty basic combat and platforming, which is all fine, but I found it was very like long-winded and complicated narrative-wise and there's just like blocks of text that really like put me off. Um, so I might go back to it, but I di- honestly, I didn't get very far before I went, I don't know if this is, if this is very compelling or for me. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a self awareness to how much text is in that game and how ridiculous the world building mm. is that I appreciated. Um, for me, the the combat and I think it does get more um, more complicated and uh, you know has a lot more depth to it as you play as you continue on and get more power ups and stuff like that. But at mm. the start, it was so basic and um, and the enemies quite repetitive. Um, so I was a little let down by the game in that regard. Um, yeah. but it definitely is a game that I want to return to because it looks so fucking good. Exactly. Yeah. And that, and that, again, that was the, the initial appeal for me. And I do like the idea that you're looking for this, like a Scalabar-esque thing to start off with. And, you know, your powers do ramp up and, you know, you hold the whole like sucked into a video game kind of thing. Like that was my, that was my jam in the nineties. You know what I mean? Reading books about being sucked into video games. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I should. You're like, I should when is this going to happen to me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, you haven't finished it, is that right? No, I don't know anyone who has either. Um, okay. John, yeah. and I, John and I both uh, got, got some, of, some way into it. Um, but, yeah, mm. there's, there's been a lot of games put on the back burner this year. I thought this, yeah. this year wasn't going to be a big one for, like, many games coming out. And at the moment, I have, like, 20 games I'm, I'm a couple of hours into. Yeah. Absolutely. You got me interested. Um, uh, what was that cloud game that you mentioned last week? The Rain on My Parade? Rain, rain on Your Parade. Well, I mean, yeah. if, if, uh, if your son loves Untitled Goose Game and, uh, and wants to continue being a dick to people as a cute <laughs> thing, um, this is great. You play a cloud that rains on people. 
Um, yeah, it's the, the not, way that you guys talked about it and how the levels evolve and one's like the office and one's, I don't know, it sounds amazing, like honestly. Yeah. yeah. Is it 3D? Actually, that was one thing I didn't get from your description. Yes, is no, it, it is 3D. It is world? 3D. Yeah. Polygonal, mm. but it's very, it's very simple. It's very like, yes. yeah, but I think that, that, that plays well to it. Like, like you know, the, the cloud is on string, so it's almost like you're playing a puppet show. Oh, cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, it's oh, fun that, and the levels are like bite sized, almost like an app where it's like you have to achieve this and get five stars yes. in each level kind of thing. Um, it's fun, really fun. Yeah, cool. All right, well, I'll come back to that. I'll not come back. I will play that one. Yeah, at some awesome. point. But um, last game yeah, on so, your list is Hotshot hmm. Racing. Yeah, so this is from Curve Digital. This was um, I got this because they were re-releasing Need for Speed 2011, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite racing games because. I find with a lot of racing games now, and maybe it's just me, but it's it seems to be like an open world, and you got to drive to a track to start. You know what I mean? And yeah, and then you got to stop, and then the gate, and then it loads, and then you got to drive around and find another race. And I just I fucking hate any of that. Like, why? <laughs> just give me the tracks. It doesn't need to be all sure. connected. Like, and then I feel like the world is smaller, and you're seeing less. And even though you can kind of go to different places, it just feels less kind of. Uh, deliberate in the way that the tracks are designed. And that's probably not true because you can, because all they're doing is taking like 20 tracks and just merging them together, really, I assume. But so, yeah, I was waiting for that game to come out because, again, it's like individual tracks that you can play. But then I saw this game pop up called Hotshot Racing, which is like a Daytona-esque like arcade racer. And the, the graphics are very like early 3D, 90s Daytona style, except obviously for the modern day, it's much crisper and clearer with less like, less like texture popping in and out and you you won't clip through a wall and all of those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And what I what I like about th- this kind of retro game is, yeah, we have got all those 16-bit stuff and, you know, we, we've been doing that for a while now, but now we're starting to get a few of these games that insp- inspired by those early, or early 3D games, which at the time, and even looking back, they look like absolute shit. But what you can do, like now in hindsight you can build something kind of really beautiful and interesting with it. Like there's a simplicity yep. to it, which I think really works. And I, I just, I want to see more of that. And I'd, I'd be curious, do you, can you think of any other games that kind of use this? I know some of the Zeldas uh, probably might. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I went back to the, um, uh, they, they, you know, did you ever play the crazy taxi on like Dreamcast? Yeah. 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 Um, they made a, um, a, a team made a, uh, an homage to that game called taxi chaos. And mm. I was kind of excited for it because crazy taxi is a lot of fun. And this game was not fun. Didn't really understand the the soul uh, of what made Crazy Taxi a fun game. The taxis weren't crazy enough. Oh wow! <laughs> that sounds a bit like that first ukulele game where they're like, "We're doing a banjo kazooie," but it's and then it was like, "Ah, uh, yeah, okay. yeah," but it wasn't. I never played it, so I don't know. I couldn't couldn't tell you. But um, the second one they made was more like Donkey Kong Country and was was yeah. more fun. Yes, but I, I still never finished it. Well, that's a game I got to finish as well. I got to. F- that Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze game. That's, yeah, that game rules. Back to that. Yeah, I know. I know. Good. I gotta get back to it. But um, so yeah, it's this game basically. It's it's like drifting and like you know it's arcade action and it's 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 Daytona. It's essentially Daytona, you know, on the Switch. And it's not open world as mentioned. And it's just a lot of fun. Like I really like these simple racing games that you can jump in and out of. That's why I'll often or my son and I will often go back to Mario Kart because it's just really mm-hmm. quick and one and done and all the tracks, you know, they're, they're different enough and, and whatever. And there's nothing too complicated about it. I'm not also a fan of the really complicated driving games, you know, where you got to pick the right tires and navigate hairpin turns perfectly. I'm just like, I, yeah. I want to be able to hit a wall and then recover. And that, you know, I know that's not realistic. Not everybody's jam. No, but who but cares? We, yeah, we exactly. drive cars every day. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. I, and I do hate driving cars as well. I do not like driving in real life. So, uh, yeah, it's good. It's fun. It's it's uh, if you yeah. like racing games and if you like Daytona, then I'd say it's worth checking out. Yeah, this has big pod racer energy. It looks yeah, really it good. does. Yeah, it's got a bit of that. Yeah, it's so colorful mm. too. Like, yeah, I I, I know yeah. that like you know the the hyper realistic I, I um you know re- racing games that definitely have there. I understand the appeal for them, but like it is great to see something so neon uh, as yes. a racer. Yes, absolutely. Hot Pursuit. That was the Need for Speed game I was talking about ah, as well. Cool. My game. thing is though, more give like guns should have. I mean, cars should have guns. Yeah, sure. Yeah, like, I swear there was a game growing up where like you played it was a racing game and you had guns on your car and you shot the other cars. I I I know there's the, like Road Rash is the one I can think of, but yeah, there would have been. There would have have to have had to have been right. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm Googling racing games where you have guns. Where you've got guns. <laughs> Give me some guns. Do you ever, did you ever play those Destruction Derby games as a kid? Oh, yeah, they were fun. They were really fun. They oh. weren't. They weren't guns. Watchmojo.com has done it. Top 10 vehicular combat games. Here we go. Number one. Let's go, everyone. It's, it's going to be <laughs> us doing commentary of a Watchmojo no, I'm genu- game. I'm genuinely into this. I hope everyone else is because I'm curious about this. <laughs> <laughs> is, it a, uh, is it a list or a video? Uh, it's a video, unfortunately. Um, oh, okay. I, I, I don't think I want to um, subject everyone to me scrolling think... through a video. Hopefully in the comments, on the, someone has uh, uh, summed it up. Yeah. Watch Mojo. What was it? Because they, sometimes they have it on their website. They have just, they list them out. So what's the video uh, called? And I'll, I can bring it up. It's called Top 10 Vehicular Combat Games. All right. This is, oh, here we go. I found it. Oh, this, is, oh, this, is on the, this is on thegamer.com. Are you, okay, are you okay with this clearly inferior website to watchmojo.com? <laughs> I guess. Oh, I made a Watch Mojo video once. So yeah, this is exciting. Did you? Wow. Did you have yeah. to um, do, the, do the Watch Mojo voice? No, I, uh, it was but, top movie commentary YouTube something. I can't remember. It was like 2014. Yeah. <laughs> One of your proudest I barely works, got in because I just got a bunch of people like to spam it and then I got in the top 10. For this thing that I don't care about, but I appreciate. Oh, great, perfect. Do it, yeah. Mm. Oh, so you didn't you didn't host the video? You just made it. Oh no, I was just I was just like uh, Mr. Sunday Movies. It talks about comic books or whatever. Yeah, that shit. Yep. Mm. Perfect. All right, what do we got? Uh, so number ten, Road Rash three on the Mega Drive. Sick, loved uh, it. Oh, this looks fun. Number number nine on uh, the P- the PSX, uh, Roll mm. Cage Stage two. Oh. Um, then we have uh, Twisted Metal, number eight. Of course, yeah. Um, so- soon to be a, uh, a Netflix series, is that right? What? Ugh, okay. <laughs> surely you would have covered, covered that. There's a bunch of like, it's, there's a it's bunch right of like PlayStation things coming to, uh, no, don't you just, isn't, if anything vaguely like video game or pop culture related, you, you have to include it on your show. That or is true, but I, I genuinely have not heard this. I've not heard that at all. Yeah. There you go. Hopefully, watchmojo.com have done a video about it so we can uh, yes. go to that now. Twisted Metal movie. Because, um, mm. yeah, it was oh, funny. Carmag- they were, they were, oh, sorry, gone? Carmageddon Carmag- Carmag- was sick. Mm. Um, that wasn't guns, then, no, no, though, was it? No, exactly. I want, I want specifically want, like, ones where these are, like, these are like games where you ram people with cars. Yeah. Car um, the, tw- the Twisted Metal show is from Deadpool writers and the oh. Zombieland writers. Yeah. That's a, there you go. That's a bl- <laughs> for Sony Pictures Television. Okay, fair enough. That's well, that's good, I guess. Yeah, um, I'm so- Vigilante Eight, Carmageddon oh, yeah. Two, Carpocalypse Now, Rocket League. This is, none of the, you don't have guns in any of these. Burnout Revenge, yeah. Crash Team Racing, Super Mario Kart, and Blur. Okay, if anyone knows a racing game where your cars have guns, um, let me mm. know. That's Are you thinking of the game movie. Lucky and Wild, the arcade game where that one was person holds fun. a steering wheel? That's not... And one has a machine gun, the other person has two machine guns. Is that right? No, I want one where you are a car. Yep. That, is, that is right. But I want one where the yeah. car has guns attached to it and you just hold down a button and it shoots cars in front of you. Almost like a like an aerial combat game, except you're driving yep. in a race. Yeah. I would also be curious to know what's got... Yeah. Absolutely. Not Spy Hunter, would it be? I don't know. I definitely played one back in the day, and like, yeah, you, you yeah. like, you could upgrade your weapons. You got money to buy better guns to attach to your car, um, and it was almost like you were a hitman, but also a car racer. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I found just one now. It's called uh, Death Cars, but it's D E T H K A R Z from nineteen ninety eight. That so, definitely yeah. sounds like a game I played in nineteen ninety eight. Death Cars. Oh, uh, maybe. This could be it, actually. It looks pretty sick. I'd I'd never say it. I'd never heard it before. So I don't know. Someone will know. Someone will message in. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah. Um, so I have one final game to talk about, James. Yeah. Um, and that is a game called Spire Blast, which is an Apple Arcade game. Um, oh, okay. The reason I, I bring it up... No. What's that, Spire sorry? Blast. I haven't Spire done any Blast. of the Apple Arcade stuff. Yeah, there's, there's some really good games in there. What the Golf is an excellent game, and um, Grindstone. They're probably like the mm. two best games on Apple Arcade. Um, Sayonara Wild Hearts is really good too. We've covered heaps of them on the podcast. Yeah, um, yeah. And but one thing that was kind of like consistent is that there are very few games on the service that are that. Like I want to play a dumb phone game that just scratches the itch of just literally wasting my time while I, yep. you know, wait for something or when I'm DJing and my brain is dead and I'm, you know, I'm playing the longest songs I have in my music library and, and hoping to kill some time before I have to put the next one on. I want... <laughs> Do your feet get a, tired? I, Sorry, I know you're talking. Do your feet get tired? Uh, sometimes. I, I, I ran a half marathon two years ago and then... Mm. Was had very sore legs after that, and then I DJed that night and stayed on my feet for like seven hours, oh and the next God. day I couldn't walk. So that that day definitely my feet were tired. Um, but <laughs> so so I cut you off. Sorry, please continue. Um, I don't remember what I was talking about now. You was Apple uh, oh, Arcade. Yeah, they haven't had the. They're not that into the mobile. The, 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 the classic like you know app game where it's like a bunch of levels you just got to do a bunch of dumb shit and then yep. you get three stars if you you know the angry birds model of video games Absolutely, um, and yeah. they've they've added quite a few of those this year um which has been fun because uh the worst thing about those kind of games is that they often are free to play and suddenly you're out of hearts or whatever and it's like hey if you give us 50 bucks you'll get a Ugh. bunch more hearts and i'm like i don't want to give yeah. you 50 bucks yeah, um, I, I once got hideously addicted to a game called Disney Sum Sum, which was a match three <laughs> puzzle. Um, anyway, mm. there's a game called Spire Blast. And before I tell you about it, I want to ask you a question because you cover movies on the Weekly Planet. Um, I love movies. You're obviously familiar with the director, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> yes. Are you okay, talking thought, about was, that? Was... Are you talking about that Tetris Blast game that Steven Spielberg made? It was called, it was called Boom Blocks. Okay, that was uh, the was, one. It yeah, was, yeah, it was on the Wii, and uh, yes. they made a sequel to it called Boombox Boom, Boom Blocks Bash Party. Did you what ever play these it? games? I didn't. What wasn't it good? It was so good. I yeah. love like wh- like one of the best games that utilized the Wiimote motion. I would say better mm. than any any game that Nintendo made. I think it's like, it's like that and wow. Wii Sports. Like the two the two as good as it got yeah. really. What was um, Spielberg's involvement in that? Uh, he he obviously developed the entire thing, wrote it, voiced all the characters <laughs> okay. in it, drew all the art. Yeah, yeah. He just, I don't know. I have no idea how, why he was involved. I, I mean, I, I, he probably just said, "I love video games," and they went, "Okay, we can do something with that." <laughs> but I mean, like you know, he he was always a, the, the name attached to Tiny Toons. Remember? Yes, and he, he was. And, yeah. and Animaniacs, and he was very involved in those things. So maybe he was very involved in uh, Boombox yeah. too. That would be cool if he was. I'm looking at a video of this now. Yeah. So you knock you're knocking down. Towers, essentially. Like yeah, so I mean, okay, on the most simple level, it's like that carnival game where there's like a bunch of bottles and you have to throw a ball at the bottles and, they're not, and knock yep. them over. But it's kind of a mix. The game is like Angry Birds where you're flinging stuff at other stuff to knock it over. And then I guess Jenga uh, because there are some modes where you're pulling out um, blocks to ah. so the tower doesn't fall down. But then the best levels are ones where you have this insanely high tower and you are throwing shit at that tower and trying to knock down as many blocks as you can because all the blocks are different colors. And if you throw a purple um, block at a, at, a, at a cluster of other purple blocks, you blow up all the purple blocks and then everything falls down and collapses. Yes. And okay, there was something cool. insanely satisfying about like 
hitting a very low down block that took out the entire tower. Um, yeah. Like just finding that, that, that perfect point to knock down the entire tower of blocks. Does every level give you that opportunity to do that? Um, there were lots of different modes. It's actually crazy mm. how much content... I stupidly sold these games, and now that I have kids, like this, like getting, I, I kept my Wii U, so I could technically play these again if I got, if I was to rebuy them. I'm, I'm really yeah. considering just becoming a Boomblocks guy again, a number one Boomblocks <laughs> stand, uh, because the sequel in particular had so much content, so many different modes, so many fun different, because uh, it would be like, yeah, like it, you have to hit hit this many purple blocks before taking out the entire tower like think fun right, things yeah. like that where it is does le- add a level of challenge or like all the blocks had different effects like sometimes the blocks would explode or they would like mm. freeze or you know all, all kinds of things like that anyway i was listening to the kind of funny games cast a couple of weeks ago and one oh, of yeah, the hosts yeah. tim mentioned that uh spire blast was scratching the boom blocks itch for him and that nice. was all I needed to hear. It was developed by a uh, developer called Orbital Knight. It came out in January this year. And it is basically an app where you have this insanely high tower of, of different colored blocks and uh, like uh, 30 balls. And those balls are different colors. You throw the blue ball at the blue blocks. All the blue blocks that that blue block is touching disappear. And then shit falls down around you. Mm. Um, and it is... a an app store ass game. Like it, you can definitely see this being a, a free to play game, but it's the cool thing is it's an Apple arcade game. So you just pay your subscription and you yep. never have to worry about, um, you know, running out of hearts or having to put real life money in it or accidentally leaving your phone with the credit card thing turned on and your son spending hundreds <laughs> of your dollars because he yeah. wants to, uh, you know, get, They've get really to the next ruined level. mobile gaming. Haven't they? That's yeah. It's, it's nice that things like this exist, you know? Yeah. I think this mm. is like, that, this was like the cool promise of Apple arcade. It was like, Oh wow. All those mobile experiences that were sullied by like gross predatory yeah. free to play behavior. That shit isn't going to exist on here. Um, I get a lot of requests like, to do ads for raid shadow legends or whatever. And I'm like, I can't cause this is a trap. <laughs> like, why? Yeah. you know, like I would love to take this money, but I, it's as, this is game is poison and maybe not good. I don't know. I've never played it, but yeah. it's insane. I, I, I get, I get it advertised to me constantly. Um, from like mostly it's like Instagram people. Um, and it'll yeah. be like them. Yeah. And like, they'll have in their, uh, I'm like, why does this person have like 90,000 followers? And um, it's just because they are like number one Raid Shadows fan or some shit, like, you know, player or ambassador. What is it called? Shadows of Raid? I have no idea. What's the game? (laughs) The game game you just just said. Raid Shadow Legend. Raid 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 Shadow. Raid. It'd be Raid. Yeah. They do Super Bowl commercials and shit like that. The money they must bring in. Yeah. My God. Yeah. So, yeah, if you want to play just like a, you know, throwback to when app stores were just like, you know, yeah, you get like this big map of levels in front of you, you advance, you have to, you can get one, two or three stars and then you beat the level and you get a whole bunch more. Apparently there's 140 levels in this game. I'm on level 40. Um, And there's, so basically, yeah, there's a big tower. You start getting like weird challenges, like there are certain blocks that have to be hit twice before they explode. Right. And so yep, you've got yep. to like take down it, but they can also be knocked over. So you want to try yes. and blow them up. You get points for blo- you get more points for blowing up blocks than you do for knocking them over. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Then there are some blocks that are like in a cage, and they have to you have to blow up a block around them to remove the cage. Then you can take out mm. that block. And then my favorite weird thing that you have to do is there is a hungry dragon that hovers on, on one side <laughs> of the tower, and you have to make sure that enough um, blocks fall into the dragon's mouth to satisfy yeah, yeah. his hunger before you knock, knock out the tower and finish the level. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, All right. But I, should, is, I, should do, I should check out Apple Arcade because I've just stopped playing mobile games, like, completely. Yeah. Yeah, but you, you've got your Vita, mate. You've got, you've got well, that's a God of War I collection on there. <laughs> yeah. And I guess the thing about the Switch is I know people are like, it's portable and whatever, but... It's not so portable that if I was going into the city for drinks or whatever, I wouldn't take it with me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so This sounds sure. like something that you would play on the train as opposed is- to like scro- scrolling Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> What's your, what are your go-to channels? On Reddit? Oh, man, yeah. just junk. I do a lot of like, um, I like, the, like the, the relationship advice one because it's just a train wreck. I don't know why. And like, I'd have to bring it up, but there's a bunch of stuff that, yeah. 
Yeah. The, 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 am I the arsehole? Have you? Oh yeah, I got that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great it's mostly channel. trash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good. But you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one. Would you ever like, as an experiment, just be a be an arsehole for a month to see if you show up there? Oh, that'd be fun, wouldn't it? No, I think I'd, I think I'd be too too much of a coward. If what's am the, I the coward? What, what, definitely. But what's the bigger what's the bigger goal? Watch Mojo video or am I the <laughs> asshole Reddit? <laughs> well, a lot of the times they're anonymous, so yeah, I guess I guess uh, I guess it would be okay. That would be fun to see myself show up. Also, there's the element element of like, are these fake? How many of these are fake? You just yeah, don't. But I'm impressed if, if you are able to like con, con, like con, like convincingly put a fake. Am I the arsehole post out there that gains traction? That is true. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I also love the ones that are the, the, I am very smart one where people, you know, it's often people talking about, it's, it's, it's the Ricks of the world, which I know. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I hope you bring up the real Ricks. I love the real Ricks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Which is, you know, which is, which is all good fun. Yeah. Hey, speaking of Rick and Morty, nothing to do with indie games, but have you watched Solar Opposites? Yeah, all of it. I love it. It's yeah. really good, but, isn't it? Yeah, and the wall stuff is excellent. Like, it's, yeah, it's so much fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I think I'm a big Rick and Morty fan again. <laughs> I think enough yeah, time I, has passed that like the Szechuan, Szechuan sauce mm, incident is forgotten about. Yes. No one's a real Rick anymore. Um, yep. There's a lot I, less Pickle pro- Rick merchandise in the world. Yeah, the problem with Rick and Morty is everybody who likes it. It's not the show itself, is it? <laughs> really? Yeah. Actually, I asked this of um, of Angus from Hey Fan the other day, but mm. what of all the things you like, what has the worst fan base? Oh man! Because for well, me, I, I think it's Lego. The... I think the Lego fan base is is hideous. Adult really? fans of Lego are like disgusting humans. <laughs> are they really? My dad's got a mate whose son sells like Lego, like officially. Like he's right. got like his own, and it, you know, you you ask for a fourteen B or whatever, and he's got it or whatever. I guess it would be because adults do ruin everything, don't they? Yes, they absolutely. come in and they're like, "This is mine, this is for me," and they just ruin it. Yeah, how is your Lego addiction going? <laughs> I sold, I sold almost like like about three quarters of my collection, and it funded. Yeah, right. I, I bought a house. I sold Lego to buy a house. <laughs> Dead set. <laughs> yeah, you either build a house or you buy one, and uh, yeah, I, I sold all my Lego so I could buy one. Oh, I didn't realize those two things were connected. That's awesome. Oh, good for you, man. Yeah. We yeah, went to... That was uh, a hilarious addiction to have. <laughs> yeah. We went to... Um, start. There was a Star Wars thing at Fed Square on Sunday and uh, for May the 4th. My son and I went and there was a Lego section where they just give you a tiny X-Wing for free that you, that you build there. And it's like, it's great that it's free, but I'm like, this has cost me like at least $1,000, like in the near future, do you know what I mean, of things that I'll have to buy. <laughs> yeah, they know, they know what they're doing. I was going to say my worst fandom is probably uh, just the new, like Justice League probably, because I quite liked the new Justice League. Uh... That, that man, listening to that episode, I have never <laughs> felt like I, I can, less connected to you as a person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, because Mason obviously was this... Um, was the yeah was the same as you but um yeah the worst but uh, like Star Wars is awful like it's all awful there's all yeah. it's all I, yeah it really is mm. and because that's the um, thing like it's for kids it, it's not just for kids but you know what I mean I think people forget that they kind of get caught up in being like this is too PC and whatever but like I went I to a Star Wars kids party the other week and there was like. 10 girls dressed as Ray. And it's like, what do you care if this like, doesn't yeah, fucking... Yeah, that's great. Fucking relax on this, you know what I mean? You were like, too uh, powerful. Can- canonically, this doesn't work. There's only one Ray. <laughs> yeah. Why are there yeah, 10? Exactly. Are you guys reenacting done. the scene with the mirrors? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's good fun. Yeah, yeah. I got some um, uh, uh, I got some physical board game stuff I can talk about if you want, if you've got oh, time. Oh, I love that shit. Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. I just bought... Uh, just a really simple Mario. Um, it's like a 16-bit Mario-style checkers board. Okay. My, when my son and I, we, we do like we do dinners like once a week just together. So where we play games like Uno and whatever. So we're going to start playing checkers. And Mario would be a good way to get him in. And when you become king. a king, you switch out the pieces for like a, a bigger bit. You know what I mean? Like a bigger 3D Mario oh, okay, token cool. piece. And I also, I got this, um, I just brought it up and now I've lost it again. I know, here it is. I, I, on Kickstarter, I bought this game that's uh, this, it's called Chess Up, where it's basically a board game. It's chess where it teaches you how to play chess. So the, 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 it highlights parts on the board of moves you could make. 
And obviously you play it with somebody else. So I want to learn to play chess a bit better. So I'm oh, going to go yeah, cool. checkers and then my son and I will play chess together. That's if this thing even arrives because, you know, who knows? Look, <laughs> I have to say board game, board game Kickstarter. I've been burned by comic book Kickstarters, video yep. game Kickstarters in the past. But yep. board game Kickstarter, I've done four so far. and they've, You've, wait, you've done all, a few, yeah. They, they all yeah. arrived in the last two weeks. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I Kickstarted most just of them in coi- April last year. By coincidence, they all arrived? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I was like, yeah, they were like any any special requests, and I was like, yeah, if you could all arrive in the the, the final two weeks of April twenty twenty one. I got uh, my my favorite game publisher is a um they make very small boxes of games like from Japan called Oink Games, and okay. um I backed their Kickstarter. Gosh, it was at the start of the year, and those have already arrived. Oh wow, um, I'm three check three out, games yeah. from them, and they did a very cool thing where because it's very hard to get a lot of their Japanese like only games, and with their mm. Kickstarter they were, they opened their store, and so you could add any of their other games to your cart. So oh I wow, up, cool. Yeah, I, I picked up uh, like a bunch that I didn't already have. Um, what would you so recommend? I, is like a, a good oh one my to start absolute with. favorite entry level yep. Oint games is called Nine Tiles. It is so simple. It's a um, it's a game where you have. Uh, nine colored tiles in front of you and there's a different mm-hmm. pattern on the other side of each tile. Um, you have a bunch of, um, of game cards that show a, um, a pattern of nine of the tiles and you have to make your tiles look like the pattern on the game t- the tile. That is and so that means yeah, okay. rearranging it and flipping them over, but the same... Like everyone, every like the say there's like a green pattern and on the back of one of it is a pink pattern, but on the other green yeah. pattern... There's, there's a blue pattern on the other side of it. So it's not like you're like, oh, I'll just turn over the green one because there's a pink one under there. They're all different. Um, and yeah, everyone's cards. Okay, are, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, but it's, yeah, it's, it's really, really fun. It's a like kind of sight, very quick game as well, which is like when yep. you have a kid desperately just wanting to play one board game before bed, it's the perfect one to play. Oh, I'm getting this. This looks I'm just looking at a video of it here. Yeah. Whenever I look down, I am listening, but I'm just looking up the things that you're talking oh, I, about. I, I, I just, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. No, look, <laughs> okay. Whenever I, whenever I look at the screen, I'm actually reading, um, R dot R slash am I the arsehole? <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Okay, cool. Yeah, because I am. Oh, look, oh, to be honest, I've I always thought that I, I hated board games, but I think I just hate certain board games and playing with certain people. Yeah, I, my, I was exactly know, the same. Get older. Yeah, yeah. Like I will, I will not play Monopoly. Like you could not pay me to play Monopoly. I'm exactly the same. I, I, in fact, we had a, a New Year's like holiday many like you know maybe a decade ago, and I, my wife and I you know only only recently started dating, and my sister was there, and like a, and her her then boyfriend, and a few other couple of friends of ours. Angus was there with his then girlfriend. Oh, cool. Um, and uh, they were like, "Hey, let's play Monopoly." There was a Monopoly at the board at the place we were playing, and everyone played except me, and. All the couples <laughs> got in fights and and had like a shit night except me and my wife because I was brave enough to say, no, I'm not playing Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible because it's just destroying people. It's and so it goes forever. Yeah. yeah. So you're slowly destroying people. You know what I mean? So like if it's quick, it's over and then it's a new game. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you just slowly like bleed out. <laughs> Monopoly deal. Mm is a card-based version of Monopoly, which is like 10 bucks at Big W and really fun, really quick. Okay. 15-minute like cool. long games. If you, if, mm. For whatever reason, you crave some form of Monopoly. Uh, no. But no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah okay, it actually that's took, good to know, though. Yeah. It took uh, mm. Archie getting into Uno when he was four. He got obsessed yep. with it. Uh, five, I mean. And then, yeah, at the start of last year, I started to find other card games. And I, I, I mean, you know from Lego, like my addictive personality, we, ne- we yeah. now have over 200 board games. In, oh my god! In yeah. like fifteen months of, of collecting them, so I know. At I, least I, it's it's yeah. good though. It's a, I think it's a good it's a good hobby and it's something to play with kids. It's like you're not just giving him a phone when you're you know. Yeah, well, maybe totally. you are doing that also. <laughs> yeah, that's how we uh, play board games. <laughs> yeah, um, look, I, I I don't judge parents who do that because like just whatever gets you through, man. You know what I mean? No, I totally like, understand that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, it's kind of like you with the Vita store, um, like going, Oh my gosh, there will be a moment where I won't be able to get these games. I better get them all now. There, yep. an article came out last year, like, you know, in April when we were all in lockdown and it was like COVID, um, will mean that they won't be able to produce all the elements needed to make more board games. So all the board games are going to run out. And I was like, Oh my gosh, and bought <laughs> so many board games. <laughs> Claire did the same for like thousand piece puzzles. We've got like five, and she did one. 
Like she's not going to do them, which you know, whatever doesn't. I don't care. But it's just <laughs> a stack of puzzles. I don't. I never understood puzzles because it's just like it's oh, just a puzzles. picture of a mountain or whatever. <laughs> do you yeah. know what I mean? One box. of my mates. One of my mates had like a uh, like a boutique rug. Like basically, like he, he would get designers to make a pattern, and then he would put the pattern on like a rug or a um a duna cover, duvet cover, um, yeah, cool. or like towels. And then like two months before COVID, he was like, you know what? I'm going to use these designs to make puzzles. And wow. his business yeah. is now like crazy successful because What's his all business of the, called? Um, fuck, I should find out for you. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> um, this might be a case of me having to insert yeah. uh, Slow Down Studio. That's incredible. That is like a COVID success story, which there haven't it been absolutely any aside was. from the vaccine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slow Down Studio. They have such great stuff. Um, you oh, this looks really cool, yeah. The accessories section of their website. You can see all the puzzles. Mm. Oh, this looks really fun. I like these designs, yeah. 350,000 Twitter fo- uh, Instagram followers. Jesus. And I, I'm pretty sure this- at the start of last year, he had like, like you know, 1% of that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, these board games look really fun as well. It's like pastels and... The puzzles like he's, got, he's got a chess set or something? Or a- Oh, really? He has actual board games. God, where are you? It looks like it. it. Yeah, there's a... Yeah, the checker set. He's not like a fun like checker set. And oh, this is cool. This is awesome. This is going to be you and me recommending each other websites for the rest of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, why, is it, why is this episode three hours long? <laughs> it's websites and Reddit threads. Yeah, uh, perfect. Did you did you and Meso have to record any podcasts over Zoom during COVID, or were you? Mostly- no, we ne- we never did. Uh, we looked into it and we we split some equipment up so we could do it. Um, but. Because we're technically media, we could do it. Right. And we, we wrote him a letter that was like, he technically works for us, I guess. You adopted and this him. Is, we adopted him. And <laughs> so he, we never got pulled up on it. And what we did do, I don't know if you've seen our... I, never, I have. I was going to say, you, we you've got an, studio, an, yeah. an enormous base. That, like, you, yeah. We, so we spread out the back, like the bigger room, and we just recorded like... 12 feet apart or whatever and, yeah, and that yeah. was that and so so he did drive trams for nobody and then <laughs> come around be the only person <laughs> on the roads and we'd record a podcast but yeah that's great mm. um yeah, i know so you yeah, do a lot we, of these so you're probably used to it anyway but um yeah john and i like yeah. with Ang- Ang- angus and i need to record hey fam in the same same room as each other or else it's just because i think yeah. when you when you when you have like you know we'll we'll do an effort we'll we'll sit down to record two hours of podcasts with nothing planned um, yes. Whereas John and I are very planned, and I think when you have like a you know we have the the, the goal is to review and talk about games first and foremost. Mm. Whereas with Angus, I don't know what our goal is. Um, yeah, and I think we need to be present for each other. Uh, to, to yeah, have I, no I, com- I completely get that. Yeah, because I, I was reluctant yeah to do it remotely with Mason. Well, we both were because it's like I don't know if this is going to work. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I don't know. It doesn't matter at this point. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah, footy's back, it's- so it's all on. Mason's <laughs> loving that at the moment. All the fucking footy clouds in the city <laughs> that he has to oh, drive Melbourne's, around. From like a DJing point of view, Melbourne's gone like yeah. really crazy. You can, I, there are like thousand person raves happening in Melbourne now. Um, yeah, it's a, there was a, the MCG last week. There was like eight hundred. No, no, sorry, eighty five thousand people in there. In there, that's insane. We have yeah. we only we, we we've the only uh, way you can have that many people in Sydney is have a, uh, a Hillsong Church meeting. <laughs> They're protected by God, so that's fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm technically I technically live in the Hills District, so I'm actually like, oh I'm, right, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I think if if the rapture ever happens, I'll be saved just by like proximity. <laughs> just grab onto a light beam and yeah, yeah. Oh, good um, stuff. Well, James, this was a, a great fun episode. If uh, anyone yeah. wants to hear more of James podcasting, he does so twice each week. The Weekly Planet is one and the other one is suggestible. Both of those can be found at planetbroadcasting.com. And of course, correct, your correct. YouTube channel is uh, Mr. Mm-hmm. Sunday Movies. Uh, how many That's episodes right. a week now? Two? Uh, we normally do th- about three videos, give or take, but maybe less at the moment because we're not doing uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier anymore. Because it finished. Yep, so, it finished. Uh, yeah. Uh, have you done all, have you done an invincible wrap up video yet? We have, yeah. Uh, that that's coming out uh, Monday, so yeah, or so Perfect. it will be out. Yes, mm. great. All right, go watch that, everyone. By the time this goes <laughs> out, yeah. <laughs> I need I need to watch that. I, I watched the first two episodes and I liked the voice acting a lot, but I hated the animation so much. Well, we do talk about that. Yeah, it's not great, is it? It's kind of it reminds me of like Dragon Ball. You know what I mean? Where there's like it's very still and there's a mouth moving. 
and then yeah. somebody punches somebody and then it's still again totally like, like a very very cheap imitation anime that like yeah like my, my friend connor described it as whenever they were flying it's just like someone's dragging a jpeg of the, of the character through the sky <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's very accurate but i think like you mentioned with the voice cast i think that overcomes a lot of the limitations yeah of for the sure series. yeah mm. yeah yeah good stuff what do you are you uh, excited to have like a, a month of no MCU content until we oh, absolutely, get absolutely slammed by it for the rest of our lives? I, I think, yeah, I think colleagues is more excited because he edits <laughs> those videos in a really quick turnaround, uh, like like less than 24 hours to do like a 20 minute plus video. So we got to find another way so he doesn't die doing that. But, but yeah, it's going to be like, and then I'd get my Friday nights back, but like I won't because I don't do anything anyway. So it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter if I do, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Hey, you should. But um, I like I never-ending content. I always try and get you to uh, to read manga and watch anime. Uh, you should watch. Um, there's one season <laughs> okay. of it's called Jujutsu Kaisen. All right, um, all right. I'll put that in the list. Jujutsu Kaisen. So it's like J U J U S T U K A I S E N. Um, and yeah, the, the first season it's 24 episodes, and they're all like 20 minutes long. Um, the manga is really good, but the anime is excellent, and it's like uh-huh. a very like funny and cool fight fight anime. Okay, cool. So Jujutsu Kai, Kaizu. Kaizen. Ian. Kaizen. Yeah. It's the same anime stu- studio, Mappa, who just did that new um, Flying Lotus anime, Yasuke, that just ca- came out on uh, on Netflix. I don't, With... I'm sorry, I don't. <laughs> it's the, the, <laughs> I don't the guy, use it all. You know, uh, you know Lakeith, um, what's his name from... Uh, oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. From, Lakeith Stanfield. Uh, yes, yes. So he, he voices the main character. And it's the, it's the oh, same cool. guy who like worked on... Um, uh, the same guy who worked on like the Boondocks back in the day. He's like an American yep, writer. Yep. Uh, oh, cool! I, I yeah, I can't find his name, but whatever. Uh, it's it's <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that that show on Netflix is is fine, but the uh, the other stu- the other the Jujutsu Kaisen much better series. Very good. I think you might like that. All right, cool. I might check it out. After watching like very stale fake anime uh, for Invincible, <laughs> yes, it's very, right, very it's yeah. very fluid and fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Excellent. Well, it's getting good ratings. <laughs> That's all that matters. Whereas uh, yeah. that racing game you were talking about, um, when, when I looked it up, the first thing that came up was that it only got a 3.5 from AUPC Gamer Mag. So, Fuck out of here, AU. But no one's even reading that. I'm sorry if exactly. you work there. That's mean. It's a mean thing to say. I lashed out. I shouldn't have. Yeah. Um, so that's it for this podcast if you would like to hear me and my friend John Valenzuela who uh, will have a screaming baby with him for all future episodes I'm sure um, we, we talk about indie games every single week um, so come back and listen to another episode if you would like to um, we're on Facebook um, facebook.com slash all the small games on Twitter at all the small game because all the small games is one letter too long we don't have an S at the end of our Twitter <laughs> yeah. uh, and I'm, I'm on uh, Instagram and Twitter and everything else as Levdog, L-E-V-D-O-W-G, and uh, James is at Mr. Sunday Movies. Thank you so much I for am, listening. Oh, I just want to quickly mention as well, my brother's a big fan of the show, so shout out to him. Hey, uh, shout out to your yeah. brother. Your brother that yeah, yeah. hates Mason? Mason, yeah, Mason doesn't like, yep. Oh, Mason doesn't yeah, like so. him. Oh, but yes. he, he, what, yeah. what are his thoughts re-Meso? Uh, he's indifferent, I think, at this point. Okay, right. Yeah. <laughs> indifferent to Meso, but loves, loves my podcast. That's good. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Cool, cool. All right, uh, thanks, man. Thank you so much for doing this. And congratulations, John. Yes, congrats, bro. Bye. Cheers.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.